Tuesday nights on ABC. Tune in to The Golden Girls, where Rose takes a gentleman caller and he dies under mysterious circumstances. Okay, she bangs him to death. Golden Girls, it's in the basket, the writer's bagel basket. Arnie, I slept with him. And he died. (laughs) What? Oh, no, Rose. And the sheriff? I told him about me, how I kill men. (laughs) And he didn't believe me. He said, let's see, sleep with me. (laughs) So I did. (laughs) And the sheriff died. Tear me apart, Lisa! Out of a building. Yes, it was very exciting. Tomorrow we go to the zoo. I love you. That's all I needed to hear. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Rogers Bagel Basket. I am Scott Carlin, and we are talking about toxic relationships, also known as. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Uh, we have one of our favorites back, Mr. David Allen Prescott. Hi. So, you're kind of our Golden Girls expert because you did the, the one where. Um, the Jenny Lewis. Um, yes. What's her name? Uh, amnesia. Um, not amnesia. Alzheimer's episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this one was crazier than that one. It was. So um, why don't you give us the TV Guide rule? Give us a quick synopsis of what happens. Paragraph in TV Guide. What does it say about this episode? Rose Nyland reluctantly gives it up to diamond salesman and kills him. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, Poor Betty White sleeps with a guy and he dies. Yeah. Okay, so you love Golden Girls. I love it. It's just such a crazy show, too. It is. And this was a very horny episode. A very horny episode. Lots of talk about sex. And this was only season one of the series. Yeah. It, when you watch this show and you think about how long ago it ran, some of this stuff people would be talking about it if it was on TV now. Like, oh my goodness, these middle-aged ladies are horn dogs. But they were supposed to be old at this time period. And right. When we look at it, we're like, oh, Betty White's like 99. Yeah. Well, now we've got like Cougar Town and all those stupid shows like that. Cougar Town, Ladyville. <laughs> no, there's so many shows. There's like what? The Game, Cougar Town, um, Downton Abbey. The View. <laughs> I just pictured them like the Dowager talking about on Downton Abbey about having sex. <laughs> the other day, the Lord of Sussex came into my boudoir. <laughs> He was a randy fella, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know why my Maggie Smith is all kind of... I love it. Like Phyllis Diller. I think it's great. <laughs> so, yeah, 
this episode, I think the biggest twist in it is you find out. So the guy that Rose bangs to death mm-hmm. is a married man. Yeah. And the wife is so nonchalant. Yeah. Like she's like, I'm going to stop you. <laughs> the, she literally says, the first time my husband slept with another woman was on our honeymoon. Lady, what is your problem? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because he's like a diamond salesman. Or it like, is, yeah. I need those diamonds. What did you say? You said the- <laughs> she, yeah, she's explaining that he's slept with all these different women. And I was like, but that's all right, because I'm a lesbian and I love diamonds. <laughs> I get all my needs met. <laughs> um, She kind of looked like... So she had... A haircut that was like a combination of Queen Elizabeth and Margaret Thatcher. Yes, that sort of like domed, slicked back with those weird little mini curls on either side of her face. She was a real iron lady. Yeah. I just love how um, every time she she opened her mouth, we're like, oh, God, what are you going to say next? Yeah. But she, he was a wonderful man. No, a decent he man. Wasn't. That's what she said. He was a decent man. He was a healthy man. Well, we know he wasn't because yeah. later. I love how she has to comfort Rose because Rose, like. I know. <laughs> Rose is so upset, but this woman has been hardened by years of chlamydia tests. <laughs> What's this new disease called? <laughs> HIV? I'm sure I'll have it next week. And I Rose is I never realized how like I don't want to say dumb Rose is, but she's like so gullible. She's very naive. Yes. Yeah. Because uh he bought the farm. He bought a farm? Oh, oh no. And she keeps talking about it the rest of the episode. I love that they didn't just let that joke out once and say that's enough. No, she brought it up at least three more times. She doubled and down. Somebody just told me he just bought a farm. <laughs> this was a very slow but also fast episode. There's no B story. Like the B story is basically the rest of the Golden Girls talking about, man, Rose can't stop banging guys and they can't stop dying. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the I think the the hint of a B story was um uh, Blanche is like, oh, this new diet or light salad dressing, and B. Arthur's like, we're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it was an odd little moment of, we need something to start this scene. And B. Arthur's like, nope, not no. it. No, we're not. I'm just going to take this plate over to the table now, <laughs> Rue. <laughs> I want to see them do like a reenactment of a scene and just have different comedians play the golden girls but it's like john mulaney (laughs) i would love it i would love it john mulaney would definitely have to be dorothy oh my god i would love it (laughs) pat and oswald would be my blanche oh my god oh nick kroll is uh sophia (laughs) (laughs) let's make this happen yeah well i told you that like anthony mackie said uh for those who of you who are listening, Anthony Mackie, of course, is the Falcon from the Marvel movies. He watches the Golden Girls like every night before he goes to bed. And mm. like he has a thing for Blanche Devereaux. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a thing for any of them, but I love the show. Oh, yeah. 
Um, the th- the thing that I wanted to tell you that I said I was going to wait for on air. Yes. Is so. Rose has a thing where she sleeps with a guy and they died. Her husband died after they had sex. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy named Al died. So the thing that always happens to me is I've on more than one occasion have been privy to watching a guy get dumped on his birthday in a restaurant. <laughs> and actually it came up on my my uh Facebook memories. Oh my god. Um yeah, it it's crazy. So Okay, I have seen a guy get dumped in, at a JP Licks, a Boston Burger Company, a Prince Pizza, and now at a Panera Bread. Mm. Also, the girl said, don't make a scene, and he did. Oh, well, I would make a scene. <laughs> don't break up with somebody in a public place, crazy. <laughs> All those stories, one of them, the JP Licks one, I've never told this on air. And you are the lucky person who gets here. Oh, I'm ready. So I was uh, at the midnight movie, waiting for it to start at Coolidge Corner mm-hmm. in Boston. And we're like, oh, we need to do something for a couple of hours. And I was like, let's go to JP Licks. So I'm listening behind me, and this guy is getting dumped by this girl mm. on his birthday. And she's like, it's just not going to work. And he goes, no, no, we can make it work. I know that I've been like... Uh, gay (laughs) I've been I've been like elusive and I've been you know busy with work and she goes no I cheated on you oh and like as she says I cheated on you the people are like I hear it's your birthday and there's like (laughs) sparklers in yeah there's in the Sunday there's like sparklers and and he looks so sad like i'm looking in my spoon because i want to see what's going on Uh, (laughs) and uh it's just the saddest thing and she's like well i'm gonna pay for this it's over i'll be moving my stuff out happy birthday (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and then the boston burger company one um that one is like the one that I don't remember the best. Mm-hmm. I just remember the girl. Um, oh, wait, no, this time it was the girl who got dumped, but it was his birthday. And he's like, it's my birthday. I can do whatever I want. Oh. I'm leaving you. And she's just like crying into oh. like a freak crap. And, oh, my Lord. And she's like, can I get more fries? And I'm like, someone get this girl more fries. Oh, my gracious. That's awful. Yes. We're leading, and we're leading up to the best one. the The pizza place one um, was amazing because, once again, it was someone's birthday. I can't reiterate this enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, "Who is the birthday boy?" And she's like, "He is," and he's getting dumped. And no, <laughs> and honestly, by the end of the story, you'll be on her side. She's like, "I went through your phone." Oh. And he's like, why are you going through my phone? And she goes, because it rang and you told me to answer it and it was your other girlfriend. Oh. So for that one, I didn't feel bad for the guy. Got to get a burner phone. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell your girlfriend to answer the phone for yeah. your side piece. Yeah. It's like it's like burn notice. You need to be like Michael Weston. You need to have a burner yeah. phone. Yeah. And you have to get all that yogurt. You have yogurt. to keep it in that secret compartment in the middle between your two car seats in your car. <laughs> That's what you do. I've been told. <laughs> That's not what I do, because <laughs> I don't do that. So, yeah, um, 
And then the the last one was the Panera Bread. And this girl seemed like a bitch. Oh. Like, she seemed very... Um, I want to say, like, Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction. She was like, don't make a scene. Don't. Oh. And, like, she, he's, like, really oh. upset and this guy's crying. Just don't do it in public. It's just never cool. <laughs> you want to add something, sweetie? Nice. What if they need to cry? If he you, cried. You don't want to make somebody he, cry in public. It's he not cried nice. And it was the saddest thing. I wanted to go over and console him because it sounded like it wasn't his fault. He's like, I've done everything. I've paid for your mother's surgery. And, oh. And then he lets out one of these. I paid for your mom's <laughs> boobs. Oh, God. And well, it, was, it doesn't need to be anybody's fault. You know, I mean, like a breakup's a thing, but it's don't do it in the Panera. And she's like, I told you I didn't want to be in a relationship with you. You paid for all of that stuff out of your own pocket. That's not my fault. Uh, when I'm in need, she's a gold digger. Uh, uh, yeah, like, it was crazy. So if Rose has the power that she she sleeps with guys and they die, I have the power. You do not want to be near me when you're in a public place on your yeah. birthday. My power is I have sex with people and then they cry. I don't know. I, I they're just so moved. I think. Do they give you a standing ovation? No, no. <laughs> Usually, like a crumpled heap in the corner <laughs> is more like what it is. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but every time, so must be doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> I got that going for me. <laughs> uh, but in this episode, like, she's then like, I'm going to swear off dating. And the, once again, this woman, the majority of the episode is is this woman at their house, at the home of the diamond guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, consoling, you know, Betty White. Yeah. It's like, no, you'll love again. It'll be okay. You know, I need some comfort, too. My husband just... <laughs> Yeah, but he has also desecrated your marital bed repeatedly for the last, I'm assuming, 40 years, based on the look of this lady. (laughs) So, really, come on. Also, the dress she's wearing when uh, we meet her the first time, she looks like a kid's imaginary friend. (laughs) She does! Yeah, no, that dress, yeah, mm mm-hmm. It's very weird. It's like if... If Queen Elizabeth had a Captain Kangaroo style show, that's what she would wear. <laughs> Come on in, pull yourself up a chair for cherry. Also, why did she have like a fake British accent? She, yeah, she had one of those weird Pepperidge Farm like yeah. you love again. Like uh, this is a very specific reference, but a Janet Cragen accent, like the fake <laughs> British, like the posh sort of talk. For, for any community Hello. theater fans, yeah. <laughs> may she rest in peace. May she rest in peace. <laughs> Darling, don't worry, you'll love again. Oh, you'll I- be fine, Rose. You'll be fine. A woman who lives in Boca Raton. They all live in Boca Raton. Oh, my God. In every single one of these episodes. Is that where their house is? I thought they lived in Fort Lauderdale. Is that where they live? Oh, Miami. They live oh, in Miami. Which, why Why would these retirees live in Miami? I, of all the to places... To be around the gays. 
And that's what's because B. Arthur, Rue McClanahan, and Betty White got together and said, Where do most of our fans live? We Miami. need to do a cabaret. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do songs from Mame. And <laughs> yes, from all of our famous musicals. <laughs> you, Rue, will do Wicked, which doesn't exist yet, but mm. don't worry, it's going to be huge. Yeah. And. Honestly, they they needed to have like a stereotypical whatever like house house person like They did originally. Did, did you know that? No. So, oh yes, here's some Golden Girls trivia for you. Was it Richard Simmons? So in the first episode, they had a gay houseboy who was going to be like the Sophia character. And then they brought in Sophia, and everybody loved her so much that they ditched that guy and made Sophia the recurring, like, comedic, silly relief lady. I, I love I love one where um, watching them get ready to go line dancing, and they're dressed as, oh, like, man. cowgirls, and I'm like... 20 bucks, Sophia's going to walk in in a cowboy hat. Yeah. And she did. She did. And it, she- it was just hysterical seeing them in their each different versions of what, like, they weren't in standard stock, you know, line dancing clothes. It was, like, perfectly tailored to each of them. And B. Arthur's was just this horrific. <laughs> She ensemble. looked like a lumberjack. Yeah, it was her normal big giant like baggy shirt slash dress. It's me, the brawny man. But it was kind of plaid, like giant buffalo plaid. And then she had like a kerchief, like a neckerchief. It was very, she looked like a lesbian ensemble member in Oklahoma <laughs> in the dream ballet. But I, I love when they're talking about um, uh, basically bad cheating scenarios and Blanche is like well you know you could find out that you're pregnant and that it's with your sister's husband and she's pregnant too and then like everyone just assumes that this actually happened to her because like the whole joke is Blanche is a tart (laughs) Yeah, that's always the joke Blanche is a tart and she's like oh you thought I was talking about little old me (laughs) Don't make a scene in this Panera bread. <laughs> Rue McClanahan. Don't make a scene in the Panera. <laughs> That'd be great if it was Rue McClanahan who... <laughs> you I wanted- had to dump a guy on his birthday at El Pollo Loco. It was very <laughs> awkward for all of us. Yeah, he paid for my mother's surgery, but that's on him. That's on him. That's none of my beeswax. <laughs> <laughs> The, okay, so the episode itself is so weird, and like, it it supports toxic relationships, but that was like a thing of the eighties. It's like, oh yeah, he cheats on you. That's fine. It's your fault, probably. Yeah, they moved on from that very quickly, and there there wasn't a whole lot about like the wife should have more self respect or anything anything like they sort of didn't touch it at all she's just like he's married and then she goes and she's like i'm sorry you're sleeping she's like oh i know everybody sleeps with my husband it's okay (laughs) and they just moved on as though it wasn't a big deal at all we say he's got a fickle pickle (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i like a good rhyme (laughs) blanche just pops her head back in (laughs) that's enough for me bye bye (laughs) (laughs) 
Also, Sophia disappears so fast. She's like, I found a dead dead guy in your room. I introduced myself. He didn't say anything. I said, okay, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> I love how she tries to use like like New York Sicilian slang and it doesn't work out for her. Yeah. <laughs> bada bam, bada boom. What? That's not right. <laughs> Keep it in. I don't care. <laughs> Estelle Getty is just... Oh, I love her. Um. Also... This episode did one thing that I can never forgive it for. Like, I don't want to think about B. Arthur having sex. <laughs> you know, I don't think anybody does. She's like, for me, you know, we don't care. Right. It's like you're just waiting for Rue McClanahan to be like, well, you know, don't you understand when, you know, a nice man, I don't know, takes out your penis? <laughs> vagina i mean just you can finish the sentence for me no one's judging this is a judgment free zone just, you know uh, you have a florence pew voice when they're touching your balls <laughs> uh just stop me if i'm saying the wrong things when you bring a woman home bring a woman a man person uh, your adam's apple (laughs) Uh, are you like asexual we we can't tell honey look at those boots you're wearing (laughs) nobody knows (laughs) she's got a florence pew husky voice she's got that great voice uh delightful she's got that robert goulet timber (laughs) no not in springtime (laughs) ever i'd leave you it wouldn't be in rue mcclanahan's room it's funny when you listen to the original recording of the three penny opera which Beatrice Arthur was in. And it, it sort of sounds like her, but it is a little bit higher. You know, it's a little... She goes from sort of, you know, a bass oh, to an alto. Sh- oh, the shock has pretty <laughs> teeth, babe. No, B, this isn't your song. This is the guy's song. It's in my range. <laughs> <laughs> Few people know that she actually released the first version of Old Man River. <laughs> three octaves below where it's supposed to be sung. I forgot whose roast it was at. I think it might have been the roast of Pamela Anderson, but B. Arthur. Oh, that she was there. Yeah. And she's like, you're probably going to make a bunch of penis jokes at my expense. Know what? I have one, and it's bigger than yours. Like, <laughs> 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 she just riffed. Like, for 20 minutes about herself. She's like, you're going to say I have a husky voice? Goddamn right I am. I'm more of a man than any of you, Andy Dick. I'm looking at you. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and she has such a good sense of humor, too. Mm-hmm. And Andy Dick made some kind of, like, sexual joke about her, didn't he? Something about, like, I'll climb that woman like a like a monkey bars or something. <laughs> Hi, Andy Dick here. <laughs> Be Arthur. Oh, God. But uh, Rue McClanahan, I always forget how, like, 
just when I think how dirty Blanche Devereaux is, mm-hmm. she just gets even dirtier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this episode, she actually said the term lesbian. She did. And I was like, this was 1986? Mm. This was like 34 years ago? Right. Damn. This show was probably ahead of its time. Also, you don't want to think of your grandparents having sex. Right, right, right. Well, and that part where she was like, well, I had a man die while we were having sex once, but it's just, I was sitting on his face. (laughs) And then, you know, Rose was like, for what? (laughs) That's when you, that was a sign of the times, you know. (laughs) Wait, why? (laughs) For what? Yeah, every time Rose was like, I don't get it. I was like, oh, you sweet summer child. She's so cute. She's so sweet. <laughs> I'm the only one of you bitches who's still alive. Why would you need to do that? Oh, She's and- like, I just pull my pants down a little bit. I lay <laughs> on the bed and close my eyes. Thank the queen. <laughs> uh, but she's also, uh, she also got really graphic. Uh, Betty White did telling the story about this woman who killed her husband with like... <laughs> A wheat thrasher or something? Yes. <laughs> and they were. It was in the corn. Yeah, they, they're picking through the corn. That looks like part of Joe's plaid shirt. That's and part of his arm. That's part of his arm. <laughs> and they're like, "We get it. We get it. Stop it. Stop it, Rose. Stop it. Jeez, Rose. Stop it." <laughs> now and she's hard to This looks like a piece of his thick, veiny. Forehead. We said we got it. <laughs> uh, also, when at the end of the episode, um, so the whole thing is she's like, it's been three months. So it does that weird sitcom thing where like time has passed and mm-hmm. you have no idea. And she's like, I don't know. Arnold's so nice. It's been three months. And you know, I know I got to get back on the horse again. And so uh, Sophia says something like, yeah, you don't want to kill him. Mm. Um, but then they're going away for the weekend. And she's like, I don't know. I don't want another man to die. And then she comes back and she's like, I had sex with him and he died. And I told the sheriff and he didn't believe me. And he said, prove it. And then he died too. And they're like, oh my God, that's terrible. <laughs> And then Rose just starts laughing her ass off. Little sassy Rose. I was choking. See, this this is the show that like I would always watch with like a grandparent. This Mm -hmm. and like the nanny. Oh, love the nanny. Yeah, you gotta love the nanny. Yeah. This episode was just so there's no B story. It's so weird how they just focus on it is, and there's not enough plot to focus only on that one story. Like, Rose has sex with Guy. Guy, Guy dies. dies. She's worried that she is a black widow, kind of cursed woman, <laughs> meets the husband, the wife. Turns out the guy cheats. A lot. A lot. And that's the and end. And that's pretty much it. And then the and rest of the gals go square dancing. Or right. Dance. And like the epilogue is, oh, I had sex again and it's okay. I'm fine. <laughs> but are you? No. No. No, I'm not. <laughs> I keep killing men. <laughs> and of all the people for to give this storyline to, Betty White is the weirdest one. 
I know, but it's great. I think that's why it works so well is that it was given because it's like she already at the beginning of the episode is like, oh no, I you can't come inside because oh, what if the other girls see? And th- literally throughout this show, the women bring home men all the time, and, and they especially don't care. Blanche, and no nobody cares. And yet here's Betty White's character. Just like, oh, no, oh, because she's the one who's most embarrassed to be having sex in the house to begin with. It's also of the time to show you, like, how aggressive Al is at the beginning. He's like, oh, right. come on, if you do, if you don't let me in, I'm going to explode. Like, right, and he literally is like, I guess we're done for. If And it's like, well, really, dude, really? Have you heard of a term called consent? Right. Let's not, we can't be in a relationship anymore if you don't give it up tonight, Rose. He also looks, he looks like the episode of Third Rock from the Sun when Evil Dick shows up and his hair slicked back. Yes, he does. He looks like Evil John Lithgow (laughs) with like a pencil thin mustache. Yeah, yeah. And And he's got like the top three buttons of his button down, unbutton. He kind of looks like from um, It Takes Two, the... The butler, Vincenzo. Vincenzo! Yeah. Oh, who was also in Milk Money, which we talked about. Yes! Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how he's like, I'm very quiet. I'm like, ooh. It was, oh, gross. No, Grandpa, no. Ew. But then it turned out they were not quiet at all. That, oh, you must have been having gross. a nightmare. <laughs> Isn't it weird how nightmares also sound like making love? Which... I've talked about it on the podcast. The term making love. Just say sex. Just say having sex. It's What's so wrong with making love. Oh, stop it. It's, just... it's like when somebody says that like, ooh, that that is one beautiful female. Ooh. You know when they say, ooh, that that is one fine female. Ugh. We're gonna be making love. Oh, Jesus Christ. You don't like that? That's no. not some ASMR for the audience. Making love. Ugh. Ooh, la la. Gross. Tossing salads. <laughs> Which they literally toss a salad in this episode. <laughs> they did literally toss a salad. You're right. Um, oh, God. I. But yeah, Blanche saying making love is just, isn't it weird? No, Blanche, you're weird. Yeah, no, it's okay, Blanche. Just, just bring the men home and have sex with them. It's okay. It's also like because God bless you. If you think about all the times Blanche has been tricked, she like tells like how many times, how many stories she's believed mm-hmm. from. A, she's like, yeah, I dated a guy. He claimed he was a pilot, but it turns out that he was just a flat attendant or something. Like that. <laughs> all the times Blanche Devereaux has been tricked on this show. Yeah, he said he was an oil baron. And that's why her line where she's like, why do the men lie to us? Don't they know we'll sleep with them anyway? (laughs) (laughs) And everybody in the room is just like, no, that's just you, Blanche. That's just you. Also, when she finds out that the guy is like a diamond, um, I guess a diamond baron or whatever, she's like, why did he have to die? I would have slept with him too. (laughs) What if that was the episode? Like, he didn't die. You just find out he's a philanderer. Oh and and Blanche is like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I want all them diamonds. <laughs> and then B. Arthur's like, why? I can't even get that deep. Oh, B. I just love her so much. She's just me. Yeah, but she... she 
Yes. But in every way, you know, <laughs> I, sassy, I rem- six foot one. I remember. Testicles. For- <laughs> I remember when we went uh, to Salem for Halloween and yes uh, yeah and you were b arthur yes and there was a guy who thought that you were marilyn, <laughs> marilyn monroe <laughs> the fan the creepy guy dresses the phantom of the opera who was like let me get a picture with marilyn and i'm like uh, <laughs> i'm b arthur oh i like her too i'm like okay sir yeah and i was dressed as a muppet and i had to save you <laughs> it was uh, terrifying it was very scary i was like hey over there is a guy who looks like john denver yay <laughs> Walk a walk and get the hell away from my friend. <laughs> that was a terrifying evening. <laughs> and the pizza place was closed too. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this episode was just so crazy because I think the thing I don't like about this episode is she has to be comforted by the woman who is being scorned. And that that's the whole you know, she's the lead of the show, so she needs to be the one in, in trouble. And the guest star, tough shit. But she's that sweet little naive woman, you know? And so she's sad, too, that she found out that, that he's dead. And That's it. She was dating him for a month. <laughs> Which doesn't seem like a lot in TV time. It doesn't. <laughs> but I love the wife comes in and she's like, I got good news. My dead husband, you remember the one who you had sex with and desecrated yeah. our marriage, even though he did like 20 times? It's not your fault. His arteries clogged. Yeah. He he never ate a vegetable. He loved In-N-Out Burger. And it's like, you said that he was healthy as a horse and... He was a runner. Yeah. But now all of a sudden she's like, it wasn't your fault. <laughs> he loved a good hoagie. And I love how she's like, you'll love again. I'm not going to. It's it's too late for me. I'm going to go home and take the car, and I'm going to put it in the garage and just leave it on. And I've had so many venereal diseases. Because of this man. I'm just going to turn the exhaust on and just meet him in hell. When I take my panties off, it just looks like when the tide goes out and all those rocks have all those little things all crusted <laughs> onto them. Barnacles? <laughs> yeah. Barnacles, seaweed, crabs. <laughs> it looks like it looks like WC Fields' nose down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my little chickadee. Yeah. You know when you take one of those things that you put down your drain and you yank out all the stuff that's in there? It's like that. <laughs> so uh you live your life (laughs) you ever seen tremors (laughs) (laughs) do you think they have like a weird like agreement like you cheat on me i cheat on you how many cabana boys do you think that woman went through she's got like seven in her basement right now (laughs) she's got like 50 agador spartacuses (laughs) Line up, boys. 20 Hank Azarias. <laughs> and we're talking 90s Hank Azaria when he's jacked. You know we're gay, miss, right? Yeah, doesn't matter, boys. Doesn't matter. She's like one of those actresses. on my barnacles. She's like one of those actresses from Broadway who's like, send me a chorus, boy. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I want a beautiful blonde chorus, boy. No? That's a thing they get to do? (laughs) I've missed my calling. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, never mind. It's from a. So- <laughs> I saw a documentary on Stephen Sondheim, and Glennis Johns was basically. Really? She, she was like Glennis Johns. She's like back in the day, Stephen wrote me a song called "Send in the Clowns." Well, I was there. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it rich? Aren't we a pair? He wrote that song for her because she couldn't sing. Yeah, she really could not sing. He's like, she had a... a, You thought she couldn't sing in Mary Poppins? She really could not sing in A Little Night Music. Yeah, and he basically is like, I wrote that song because she couldn't sing. So that's why it goes, isn't it rich? Breath. Aren't we a pair? Another breath. Yeah, and like the melody never goes anywhere. Da, 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 that's da, a B. Arthur da, da, song. Da, da, da. Yeah. Just get all of the Golden Girls. That's how they end the series with Send in the Clowns. Oh, my God. And then they cast all these women with these beautiful voices to play that part. And it's like, why? I mean, except for the time they cast Catherine Zeta-Jones. That was a nightmare. <laughs> Wasn't Angela Lansbury in that episode? I mean, not episode. Oh, in that production. Yeah. yeah, she was the liaison. I would love to just see Angela Lansbury push her off the stage and be like, let mommy, let mommy take it first. Yeah. I was Mrs. Lovett, damn it. Who is playing, so this is a big off topic, who is playing the Madame Arcati role in the new Blythe Spirit movie? Is it Angela Lansbury? Because she just played it on Broadway. Um, I thought they were going to... I don't know. Or is it Shirley MacLaine? I, I, I can't think of it. Not I don't know. I know. I know Leslie Mann's in it. She is, which I think is very weird. She's the one piece of really weird casting to me. Who, but, who is she playing? Who is Leslie Mann playing? Yeah. She is playing the new... Oh, the dead wife. The new dead wife? She's playing the dead wife. The new wife is... Um. But I thought they both die. That girl. They do both eventually die. Uh, But Leslie Mann is the already dead wife. I would see her as the other one. And then the other one, the new wife, is the girl from uh, Wedding Crashers. Oh, uh, Isla Fisher. Yes. Judy Dench is. Judy Dench, yes. She's great for that role. Yeah, and Dan Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. And he's great for that role. Because they just released the poster. Yes. Oh, it looks so good. Uh, mm. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't even know that they got that far. I just heard that they were doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm excited. It's a little off topic, but old dusty things. <laughs> Don't worry, we got time to kill. No, <laughs> I mean, well, that's a show that like these actresses would be in. Yes, they would all play that role. Yeah. Except you know, B. Arthur would be the main guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah I just think this this episode was a little disappointing it is a little there's not as much happening there's not as much you know bang I, for your buck so to speak no no she got banged for her <laughs> oh yeah a few times <laughs> what if they had her face in the post office don't go near this woman especially <laughs> don't have sex in the with senior her. center Watch out for this lady. It does. It, that's the thing that it does is it carries the torch of normalizing the sex lives of women over forty, and more which pow- this show yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, and that's empowering. Like yeah. that. That's good to show. Like you know, hey, 
grandmas have needs too. Right. But at the same time, he gets off so easy. It's very weird how they do not disgrace this guy at all. It's like, oh, no, he was a good man. No, he wasn't. He's such a dirtbag. And, and he's so creepy at the beginning. They downplay it so much. He's very creepy at the beginning. Oh, he come was pushing on. I was like, Rose, don't take him in. Don't do that, Rose. <laughs> he's that like, man looks like he has brilliantine on his balls. <laughs> he's like, if you don't do it tonight, I swear to God, I'll go down the street to a bar and I'll get somebody else. And, and Rue goes, yoo-hoo. I hear you like diamonds. <laughs> oh, it's so sorry, sweetie, but I had to. You weren't getting the job done. <laughs> Mommy needs her sapphires. Uh, it was, yeah, no. Mm. Ha- has every episode we've we've watched on this has been a rose centric episode? Has Blanche ever gotten a good storyline, or is it always say it for Dorothy and Rose? No, Ro- Blanche has had a few good storylines. I would because she's got her brother. The episode with her brother. Doesn't where, she marry Leslie Nielsen, or does Dorothy marry? Dorothy marries Leslie Nielsen. Just um, so you know, we're all counting on you. Oh, so she marries someone who's pretty much her. Yeah. Um, Blanche gets a good storyline where her father remarries. A, like a younger woman, and she's very upset about that. Um, she has the one where her sister has cancer. <laughs> I don't remember that one. I'm- oh, she thinks her sister is coming because she like wants money or something, and it turns out she does, but it's because she has cancer. How can I say no? No. <laughs> no. Go away. End of episode. You just um, find out what a terrible person Blanche is. And the 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 big episode where her her brother is gay and her brother um has AIDS. Or somebody else has AIDS? Am no, I mixing them up? Remember Rose I thought Rose as a child had transfusions and they thought she thought Oh, and there's somebody else has AIDS. So yes, no. So I'm mixing up the gay and the AIDS storyline cuz <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Um no, but Blanche has a gay brother and they try and she's like very upset about it. Right, a brother as we're called. <laughs> um and so th- there's that whole storyline where where uh Dorothy is like nothing's wrong with gay people, Blanche. They there pay are. our bills. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> there are fan base. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean this this episode, it's very of its time. Mm-hmm. Like it's so dated. They would never let the guy get away with it. Right. Like. If this was today... I'm surprised that they did on this show, honestly. Well, he did what he did, and now he's dead. Right. Waka waka. Waka waka. Um, so how many bagels do you give this? Um, so it still made me laugh a lot, yeah. even though I've seen it before. Um, and it's still Golden Girls. Um, so I would... Out of how many? 13? Yep. Um, I'm going to give it a 7. Okay. Because it's not their best episode. But, I mean, they can't bat a thousand every episode. They yeah. can't fight the revolutionary fight every <laughs> single episode. Um, but just for sort of lack of plot. I was going to give it six. I'm going to bump it up 
to seven just for Sophia in the cowboy hat because yes. when she comes in, she looks so ridiculous. And her little uh, short round hat at the beginning of the show, she had oh, yeah. that little like long brimmed, but it was yellow. Ba- yeah, baseball cap. Yeah, I love how they say that they're going to play golf, but not no one is dressed to play golf. No, except for Br. They vaguely had. They had like polo shirts on as yeah. part of their ensemble. They looked like they were going to play tennis. Yeah, it was very. But I get. I guess they're, they're like, well, they live in Florida, so I guess golf. Do any of them ever work? Aren't they retired? They get their jobs are like referenced every now and then. I know that there's a plot point at one point. B. Arthur works at a museum. She's a teacher sometimes. <laughs> I just robbed a bank. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually sophia would be the one to rob the bank oh she would she so would (laughs) they call me the sicilian terror oh yeah i forgot that back during this time period people could retire in their 50s yeah 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 well yeah i mean if you have a good job this day and age you can if you're lucky yeah oh well but not me (laughs) we're fucked (laughs) um so is there anything you want to promote um i'm actually not doing anything right now i i'll be directing newsies in the summer (laughs) but for now i'm 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 taking a nice little break lucky you i know it's been real nice well i'm glad you did this episode i'm glad too um if you want to find us you can find us online on twitter at W-R-T-R-B-A-G-E-L-B-S-K-T. Uh, like us on Facebook. Our Facebook numbers are so low. Oh. It's unfortunate. Come on, people. Get on the Facebook. <laughs> you just got to click the like button. Like the the Netflix. It's so easy, the Netflix. Um, and then Instagram at Writer's Bagel Basket. And send us an email and we might read it on the podcast. We probably will because we don't get a lot um so until next time david thank you for doing this thank you uh i'm scott curlin i'm david prescott bye